0: The healing balm. Hallelujah. The healing balm. See, I want us to pay adequate attention to be blessed by this preaching. It might not be uh, a teaching, uh, uh, a preaching that will make us to shakote uh, and, you know, births I want us to pay attention and learn these things, for it's going to profit us in Jesus' mighty name. Let's open our Bible to the book of Third John, verse 2. Third so John verse 2. The Bible says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things, be in health, just As your soul prospers. Praise God. From this scripture we have just read. Do we understand that it is the desire of God. That you be in sound and perfect health. That is a profound word. It is the desire of God. That you be in sound. Perfect health. God isn't only interested in the oldness of your spirit man, but in the totality of your being. You know what I said? God is not only interested in the oldness of your spirit man, but in the totality of your being. And if I say totality of your being, That will include include your body and your soul. Amen. So, it is the desire of God, it is the prayer of God for you, it is the mind of God for you, that your entire being, your spirit, soul and body be in perfect health. Is that okay now? And I would also like to announce to you that healing is one of the rights and privilege you have in Christ. It's your right. Healing is your bread. is children's bread. As a matter of fact, the dogs even eat from the crumbs that fall from the master's table. So, if the dogs benefit from what belongs to children, you know what that means. So, it means that children have it in essence. He call it crops that dropped from the master's table. So, we as children of God, we die with the Father. We eat and overwhelm We eat and get satisfied. So, eating is your right in Christ Jesus. Somebody praise God. Now, we are starting a new series. It's going to take us some time. Let me say this before I go for that. Yesterday, one of our pastors was discussing with me and he said that yes, he understands that he understands the reality of the dimension of, of the spirit. He mentions those you know, the healing, the healing, and all of that. Then he understands those dimensions and they are real. What he's saying, how can he sustain these things? How can he function and sustain these things? And I told him one thing I said. I said, see, anytime time the word of God is coming, you just pay attention. Let your spirit man be open. Don't be distracted. Don't look at the end points of the preacher. I think I'm saying that. Don't look at the rhymes of the preacher. You just follow. And I give an example? I said, Pastor Yayadegui e, e. is a simple preacher. He'll just be saying it one after the other, but he's full of amenity. Anointing is not transferred to you when you pay when you give money to a man of God. And say, Man of God, man of God, man of God. Man of God. <laughs> the anointing, the anointing. That is not the way it was. Are you what i That's not the way the anointing is transferred. In fact, I told him yesterday I said some I said somebody in the Bible tried to purchase it and it was rebuilt. So it's not, it's not like that. Anointing is being transferred. And I give an example. I said, the day I caught the revelation of God's law. The day I, I, have been preaching about love, but the day I got that revelation of God's love, I was under administration. A man of God was preaching, and my heart was so connected to his heart. I was, I was seeing beyond what he was seeing. In fact, I was seeing far, farther than everybody today. And it was like a warm horn. And it rose in my heart. It was like a flash of light in the first place. You no, know, reverse is like a flash of light. It will flash. You don't stop it distracted when it flashes. It's still going to expand and it's going to become, you know, a broad light that you will see and can walk with it. Most people, they stop at the point of that flash. Overrejoicing. Overrejoicing. Over excitement makes you to stop at the point of the flash of revelation. Are you here i saying? What is this that makes Peter that? that sing the right song now? And the next minute is singing the wrong song. You are Christ, the song of the living God. Ah, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. It was a revelation. So he saw the flash, boom, the next minute. Jesus Christ said, Well. I have to go. He said, You okay? God forbid that you are going nowhere. I said, Get behind me, therefore. Can you see that? So, somebody who saw revelation now, and the next minute, the people walk in mystery. Can you see that? So, over excitement makes you to lose out to revelation. So, when you get revelation, stay calm. Stay, let your spirit get connected until you see the totality of what God is communicating. The day, the day I caught the definition of God's grace. See, I want you to please when the word of God is passing, pay deep attention. Don't be distracted. Because the word that is coming, it is inside that spirit that, in life. The word I speak to you said they are spirit and they are life. Can you see that? So the anointing that you are expecting, the anointing that you desire, it is in that world. Everything that you desire, the evening that you desire, it is in that world. The anointing flows in diverse dimensions. Anointing flows as, as an impartation. Are you hearing what I'm saying now? It flows as an impartation, and it also flows as healing. Amen. So it flows in diverse dimensions. So whatever dimension you desire is today. Is going to flow towards your direction. I say it's going to flow towards your direction. It will to flow towards your direction. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. I have said all of that to make your focus stay on what we are saying. Because it's going to be a teaching. And by the special grace of God, this teaching will contain four major transforming Him. We are aiming at four major things that will bring transformation to you. Number one, I want you to notice, number one, if you are not writing before now, you need to start writing now. Number one, this teaching is going to strengthen your perception about divine healing. I call it healing reality. It's going to strengthen your perception about divine healing. Amen. Praise God. You know, there there are different school of thought, different ideologies about divine healing. So people say that divine healing has stopped from the day of Jesus. So people say divine healing is no more is no more um, uh, 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 active today. Is that true? Is that true? That is incorrect. But in the course of this teaching, we are going to be unveiling all of that to us. Amen. And I want to beseech somebody by the message of God that none of the series of this teaching you should you, you miss. Don't miss any of the series. Because it's going to be in series and it's going to be loaded with grace. Hallelujah. So your perception will be strengthened in the course of this teaching about divine healing. And number two, the teaching will cause you or will teach you how to receive healing and wholeness to your mortal bodies. So what it means is that in the course of this teaching some of you will begin to receive understanding of how to receive your healing and healing will be coming to your mortal bodies. I call that one divine healing. So there is divine healing in Christ. Somebody said there is divine healing in Christ. Somebody says there is divine healing in Christ. Okay. And number three, this teaching is going to impart you with the grace to minister healing to others. I call it healing anointing. Healing anointing. It's not, it's not you know, healing does not stop. You know, at a point where you receive healing, because the Bible says that the reason why you receive comfort is to do what? Is to comfort others. And in the kingdom, God makes us to exist in the kingdom not for ourselves alone, not for ourselves alone, but for others. Are you getting what I'm saying now? So the reason why you are born again, the reason why you are gifted, the reason why the grace of God Flows in you and through you is not for your own self benefit, but for the benefit of others around you. Amen. So, the comfort that you receive, the grace that you receive, is not for you, but for others. Amen. When you dig a well or a borehole, the water in the borehole is not for the borehole, but for others to benefit. Amen. So, you are in grace. To benefit others. So when you you will receive healing in your body, and you will become someone who will also heal others. And that is exactly the kind of people we are raising in this church. We are not raising people that want to come and receive and receive and receive and receive. We are raising givers, we are raising responsible believers. If somebody get what I'm saying now. If you are getting it, say hey, amen. Responsible believers, believers that somebody will complain of body pains where they are, and they say that it's an error. Receive your healing in Jesus' mighty name, and the person take healing. I'm going to give you a testimony that I received yesterday very quickly before I continue. Um, sometimes ago, I think it should be about a month ago, I'm not too, uh, sure of the time to tell you specific now, but it's not quite long, that a woman called me from Lagos. And um, I told you that woman believes so much in my God, anytime we pray together, we we'll see something happen. I'm telling you the truth. The woman called me for, um, um I don't know if they are sister or uh, in law. I, I don't know the one she called it. You know, she said the lady, the lady should be around 31, 22 years of age, and the lady slept, and then overnight, you know, the backside of her hair like this. I have the picture on my phone. Picture of that back all the all of the hair here yes, just removed. Just wake up and the thing just removed. the pull of the hair. and I asked ask the lady, I said, Does it mean that this thing was removing tricus in B? No, how come? Because I know that um, um, some fungi disease can cause that to happen. Your or the hair to be removed and all of that, or some ail- underlying ailments can also cause that. And but you know, well, she said no. That this is not happen. I'll ask again because I always want to be sure of what we are doing. And we don't we don't take it. We don't. It's not a fluke. And that is why I always like to want to hear you right and to get you correctly. And this thing happened happen overnight. And this sister also confirmed it. So I said okay, on phone, I said let us pray and we'll pray. I think when you then went on praying with her, I was there. You know, so I just prayed with her. I had the air to start growing back, you know. And yesterday she called me. Well, we are there when she called me yesterday. Okay, she called me yesterday. And she said, Pastor, say, that this that happened to her about one year ago. Over one year. ago. and the, the place remained like that. And I said, Pastor, yeah, I started growing out of that place. That is a testimony. That is healing. I didn't have So I'm trying to prove to you that the healing power of God is real. Of course, I share the testimony of that brother that stepped on something, and you know, so these things are real. Don't let anybody deceive you. And not only that, they are real, it can happen through you. Somebody say amen to that. I said healing can happen through you. In the mighty name of Jesus it will happen through you. You Remember that book of Mark sixteen seventeen. Mark sixteen seventeen. Do you remember that scripture? You know, the Bible talks about the signs that follow. It's, a, it's, an, it's an accompaniment. Those signs, they are accompaniment. It says those signs shall follow them that believe. Did he say the five, four ministries? Did he say pastor? Did he say prophet? Did he say evangelist? Did he say teacher? Who did he call it? Those who believe. Are you a believer in Christ Jesus? Then the signs shall follow you. Amen. And he says that they shall speak with them Where we are going. I think he mentioned five things there. And he said something. He said they shall lay hands. On the sick, and what happened to them? They recover. There must be recovery. When you, believer in Christ, lay hands on the sick, there must be recovery. There must be recovery. Is somebody here what i now? Are you here what I'm saying now? Yes, divine healing is real. Somebody say divine healing is real. Somebody say divine healing is real. Healing is real. Hallelujah. See, this subject I'm teaching you is very deep and you um, won't be in a hurry. And that is why I'm encouraging and advising you that you shouldn't miss any of the series. Missing any of the series is like missing a great treasure. Can you see that? Because after this teaching, or in the course of this teaching, some of you will be violent. And cause sickness to be, to be root in your life. You will be provoked and see sickness in somebody's life and say, this is abnormal. Amen. Because you'll be provoked. It doesn't matter the level of your faith right now. It doesn't matter the level you are in Christ right now. Even babes. The Bible did not say they matured. The Bible said that believe. Are you hearing what I'm saying now? These signs shall follow those who believe. Those who believe. Those who believe. Say I believe. Say I believe. These signs shall follow me because I believe. Did not say the matter? Did you say the matter? So even if you are born again today, there is that's. Power in the inside of you to hear the same. Don't let anybody see you. You know, they are covered with our spiritual health, our, our mental health in the past, causing us to believe that this thing is peculiar or peculiar to certain group of people. No, it's not a feeling that it is in the kingdom. And it can happen through any of us. Say, it can happen through me. Okay, number four, which will be the last on the list. Number four, the teaching will cause you to understand divine health and be in it. It cause you to understand divine health. And live in it. Hallelujah. Divine health is the original plan of God. For you. So, beyond divine healing, there is divine health. Beyond divine healing, there is what? Divine health. And in the course of this picture, I'm going to be showing you things that you will do. That will launch you into the realm of divine health. There are things to be done that will launch you to that friend, and you are getting there in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah! Is somebody with me in the house? Okay, now let us look at another subheading. heading. I call it "Everything Goodly Created." We're already going. Everything goodly created, or you can say. How it was in the beginning. How it was in the beginning. Everything was goodly created in the beginning. And this is the principle of the flawless goodness of God in creation and to mankind. I'm talking about the principle of the flawless goodness of God in creation and to mankind. There is no flaw in God's creation and creator. No flaw. He is a wonderful God. Hallelujah. So in the beginning, in the beginning, somebody say in the beginning. Somebody say in the beginning. God created man with the capacity to live forever. Not that. Yes, sir. See, the Pharisees and the Sadducees—they were looking for a way to get hold of Jesus to break the law of the land. So they were coming with diverse tests. They were coming to confront Jesus. Even matter doesn't concern him, they bring him in. Because they were looking for way to say that he blasphemed, just like the way the Muslim does today. You know, they wanted to go back, blaspheme and stone him to death. So they were looking for a way for Jesus to blaspheme, and they, they can take him to the court and get him uh, 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 crucified. And they walk up to him one day, and they said. Okay? The law of Moses told us that for any just reason, for any just we can divorce our wives. Ah. And say, Okay, what do you say? Can you see that? What they were trying to do is to make Jesus go against the law of Moses, because that was the law of the land. Are you getting something? And Jesus Christ, fact, and say, from the beginning, it wasn't so. I'm going somewhere. From the beginning, that was not the. it was saying that was that wasn't the original intention and plan of God. So something went wrong. Moses, because of the hardness of your heart, you know, gives you that permission. <laughs> because those guys are so, those guys are so mean. They are so mean, the Israelite. They are so mean. You know, if they were not permitted to divorce their wife, eh, they will frustrate the woman. They will become so cruel and treat the woman with cruelty. Until the woman is, is dead. They were so acting, acting. Are you gonna say now? And that was the first thing that God started doing with them. When, you do remove their heart of stone. As we give them their half of flesh. Because they don't forgive. High for the high, two for the They don't forget forgiveness. And you see that? Mean people. Miserable race of people. The Israelites. That is bigger. <laughs> Praise God. But Jesus Christ said from the beginning it was not so. Can you see that? So what I'm trying to bring out is that everything that is happening today, or every portion of the Bible, is traceable to the book of the beginning. It's traceable to the book of Genesis. Are you the So we the intention of God when he formed the first man. And the first woman was for them to live forever. Is that the Was for them to live forever. So, what it means is that they were not created with the profession or with the ability to die. They were not created with sickness because sickness is a process of death, sickness is a process. It make, Sickness is a progression. It brings progression to destination of death. So, sickness wasn't part of the formation of man. So, it wasn't so. Sickness, that we talk about it, name it, cancer, typhoid, thyroid, thyroid um, name any sickness. It's not part, or they are not part, of the formation of man. Man was created with glory. Man was created with beauty. Praise God. So, what I'm saying in essence is that man wasn't created to experience corruption or decay. There are several Bible references to support this, but in the course of time, we'll get there. Praise God. So, man wasn't created with the, with, with, Tendency to be corrupt or to decay. Hallelujah! Look at what happened in the book of Genesis. After God creates everything, after He created everything, and God, look, and the best word that God used to qualify His creation and Creator is that they are very. Is somebody following what I'm saying? Is somebody getting me at all? After God finished creation, He said, he Look, 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 and the comment that He gave for the work of His hand, He said, They are very good. Let us look at the Book of Genesis one and verse thirty-one. Genesis 1:31. Is somebody following me? I'm talking to you about sickness. Amen. Now, the Bible says that. Then God saw everything He had made. And indeed, somebody said indeed. Somebody said indeed. And indeed, it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Listen, before I proceed. In the letter of Paul to Timothy in Timothy 1st chapter 4 and verse 4 you can also note that the same word was used about humanity, about the creation of God. Amen. Look at 1st chapter 4 verse 4. The Bible says, for every creature of God is what? Is good. Open it and say 1st Timothy chapter 4 and verse 4 is somebody writing? Is somebody hoping as well? Praise God. I'm taking you somewhere. For every creature of God is what? Is good. And nothing is to be refused. Okay. Sorry, sister. Did the woman say beautiful? Oh! Hallelujah. Do you know why I shouted? Because when I was interpreting in my spirit, I interpreted it to be beautiful. Thank you. You know, I sat down, I was thinking, and I was writing these things. And I said, this will, be, this will mean that everything created are beautiful. So when God looks at you, not only you, when he looks at snake, when you look at lion, when you look at chimpanzee, when you look at dragon, when you look at all the beings of the heart. all the creature, God says that I created them very good with beauty. Is somebody following what I'm teaching you? Are you following the journey? Yes, we're not the journey. Praise God. So now look at this. Good, look at my notes. I want to read out my notes so that so I know that I follow we are me and this is my, We we always in the spirit. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, good in this context will mean beautiful. Beautiful, it will mean that things are God created, the beings that God created, they are without fault. They are without walls. They are perfect. That's what it So, if sickness and disease were part of God's creation, He wouldn't have called them very good. I'm proving something to you. What I'm proving to you is that sickness wasn't part of your formation. Is somebody getting of you? The inventions of God can never. Because God will not create imperfect things. God will not, He wouldn't create a perfect things. So He can't create what is faulty. He can't create what is faulty. Say yourself, Say, My God cannot create what is faulty. Say, My God can never create what is faulty. Say my God is a perfect God. and perfect in me. Hallelujah. Perfect in creation. Perfect in creation. Perfect in sustenance of creation. And perfect after this world. We continue to be perfect. Ah, thank you Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Now, if we say it is a perfect God, and if we say that everything he created, it creates perfect. Now, in the in 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 uh, Paul, I think it was Paul. Uh, no, James. was James. That wrote in James chapter one. James wrote. Look at where James put it. Let us open our Bible to James chapter one and verse 16 and 17. James chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. Look at the way James put it. James said, Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. My beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from where above and come down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Can you see that? So what it means is that you are the gift of God. You are the gift of God, and you are perfect, perfectly created. So it will therefore mean that God created human perfectly and perfectly like himself. He created you flawlessly and perfectly like himself. And remember that in that James 1, verse 16 and 17, the Bible says that in, in, in 17 specifically, it says that uh, it says, and come down from the father of Light." If you check your Bible, it doesn't say life. It's a life, It's pluralizing. Praise God. So, enough for you to say, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. What he's saying is, I want to interpret that. He's saying that this God is not an unstable god. He's not the god that changes. He's not the god that goes to the right in the morning and in the evening is on the left. He's not the kind of god that talks with the two signs of his mouth. He's not the kind of god that is unstable. The Bible won't talk about even if God is unstable. He will not tell us that in the book of that book of James that uh, uh, an unstable man, he said, he's on, uh, 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 no. It's like a wave of the sea. He said, he's unstable in all his ways. A man that doubts. Have do you seen that? So, God is not like that. He's a perfect God, he doesn't go up and down. Not subject to change. It created you perfectly from the beginning. No, we are looking at the beginning. We are looking at the original intention of God. So he created you without flaw. Like himself. How do we achieve that? How do we prove that to us? In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 7. Now, we open our Bible? Genesis, we going to be reading a lot of scriptures in this teaching. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and 7. Look at what he says. The Bible says, let us, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the head, and over the cattle, and over all the heart, and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the heart. So God created man in his, in his own image, in the image of God he created him, me and he created them. Hallelujah. When I read this script, when I was studying the scripture, I brought out four things that scripture. We actually need one thing for it, but four things came to my heart. And I said, I'm going to quickly share the four things with you. I determined to share the four things with you. Number one thing that, that came up from this scripture is that there was divine beckoning in heaven to create the peculiar people. In the similitude of God. There was divine beckoning in heaven to create the holy people in the similitude of God. Praise God. It says, Let us, let us. So it was, he was beckoning on them and telling them what they were about to do. Is somebody following me now? And good two thing is that. The people that were created were divinely empowered to dominate and rule, and you are the one. You are created to dominate and to what? And to rule. For dominate over every creature of God. And number three things that is that the plan of God was actualized. There is this song in Yoruba. Though that song, well, that song, at, at times, it doesn't uh, flow well, but let's let me to the song. It says, mm. Of course, man can stop God. Um, man can stop God. But God will still get to him what a part to God. Two things. If God wants to do something to you, you can stop him. We have several instances in the Bible where God will stop. But God will have opportunity to actualize what he's to do. Can you see that? It's always the opportunity. Remember that prophet? I'm, I'm the only one that made, yeah? I'm the only one. And those Shut up, man. I have received 7,000 who have not bowed down to bow. So I would I will replace civility. So I will still achieve so my aim. But see, it is possible for God for man to stop God to an instant what do I want to do. For an instance, for an instance, God is let him in his heart today that he will heal support. And God is saying it's time for you to hear the He's telling me. You know, I'm the one, i the one that God is using now. I'm the one is using too here. And I say, lay out on this brother. And I said, No. So no. Hello. No. 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 The will is the best gift that God gives to man. And the most abuse it. The most abuse. So I can decide. I can decide to say. Won't hand on him. See that brother that that, that offended me last week? And the anointing is going through me. You know, when the anointing to close flows, you know. When the anointing to act over something else, it's just like the burning of the water. When the water is done, eh, the sick people by the pool of They the soil, they know that it is time to turn. Are you what I'm saying now? So, it, the, the water of the spirit, when it is turned, you know that it is time to have. Amen. So, when God is saying it is time to have, I say, No, me, I'm not going to have. I'm not going to have. See, I will not have. But that does not mean that God will not eventually do that thing. It might not be immediately, but it will still do it. Can you see that? Can you see that? Is somebody following what I'm teaching this morning? Hallelujah. I don't want to go too much on a side journey because we are going into something very fundamental. So, number, number, the plan of God was actually, was actualized, you know, because it said in the 7, it said, So God created man. You know, in the, so this will be better for creation of you. Because you are wonderfully created. But in seven he said, oh God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Listen, he said, he created him. How? May and women. Kind of confusion. Kind of confusing. But later, I think in chapter 3, the Bible says that, now, God now formed the, uh, he formed the mold, uh, from, the, from the clay, he, he, from the heart, he formed the man, and now put it in the inside of him. And now said, when the man now has flesh, when the man is covered with flesh, he now forced the man to sleep, and he now bring out woman from. What the Bible says in chapter 1, chapter 7, that it, he that it created him, me, and to me. What happened? happened especially this is what when God created man he created man himself he created man a spirit in himself and in himself he created him made and in himself in the spirit so when in when he molded that um what do you call it? Statue. And I say, okay, this is just ordinary fact. I want to bring Adam and Eve in here. Adam and Eve was in the inside of God. So, when God breathed, it's called the breath of life. Life was in God. And he breathed into that statue, and Adam and Eve in that being? So, when God wants to bring out Eve, Eve was ready in his head. He now caused Adam to sleep. Now, that he removed the rib, it was that rib that God put in the inside of Adam that He brought out to make Eve. But the creation of those was the same thing in the spirit. Is somebody going to die for Somebody clap for Jesus. <clears throat> Does it make sense to us? Okay. Now, the Bible says that if created them male and female, then look at the world. Let us now return back to where we to the our focus. So Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. See, the Hebrew word for image and likeness are the word Salem. Selem is the Hebrew word for image. D-S-E-N-E-M is the word. And for likeness is dem-ox. dem And it means resemblance. And similitude respecting. So when we say that image, what it means is that God created man in His resemblance, according or after He is in the order of Himself. I understand. Now, in the similitude of God. So what it means is that. Man was created in the resemblance of God, and that makes man to function like God. So, if man function like God, to sake So, in the beginning, man was created. I'm something to us. And God's the foundation of where we are going. Because if you miss out this foundation, you won't be able to cope. And the future have to proceed. Praise God. So the reason why God created you in His image, you know, is to fun- is for you to function like Him. Remember, God is eternal. You know, God is eternal, and He wanted you to function eternally without sin, corruption. God can be sick. And it desires your ownness. It can be sick. And it created you without sickness. Without disease. All of those diseases and sicknesses that happen today. We are going to. The origin. So when we get to the origin. You know when you know. The way God created you. And you know what brings you about the problem. Then you can notice, you know the solution to the problem. Because everything was in the Bible, and we are going to sort it out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. So, the Bible says, Jesus came to show us the truth about the Father, isn't it? That Jesus came to to show us the truth about the Father. That Jesus is the full representation of the person of the Father, isn't it? I'm about to to put something next to us. And after I prove this, I will stop for today. The next will we'll continue. God was fully represented in the person of Christ. Does that word make sense to you? God was fully represented in the person of Christ. He manifested in the flesh for this. Play for mankind is true, identity and nature. What I'm saying is that the true nature of God was represented in Christ Jesus. The Bible says that no 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 man has ever seen God at any time, including Moses. Are you hearing me? Because you know, remember we told you. I told you before that the New Testament is the interpretation of the Old Testament. The Old Testament is concealed. And the New Testament is revealed. So, the New, the New is the revelation of the Old. Can you see that? So, when you read the Old, you don't have understanding because it's called mystery if you want to demystify the old, you come into the new. So, when you return back, when you now read from the new, and you return back to the old, with the lens of the new, then you have understanding. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Aha. So, the Bible says that no one has ever seen God at any time, including Moses. Bible, you know the old talked about the Moses saying God face to face. It's not face to face. Because the new give us the understanding. I saying, no, no man has ever seen God at any time. I've said it before, and I've proved it from the scripture, and I'm going to read again today. No angel has ever seen God. Ah, I'm always confused. I don't like making confusion I didn't who are looking at me. The First time the angel will see God was when Jesus was born. Angels, the first time they will see God was the day Jesus was born, and they were celebrating. See our God. See our God. Because God was fully represented in Christ Jesus. Okay. So clear I have to clear our doubt, to clear because I see I can see that it's becoming cold now. And, um, okay, let us read scripture. Can we open our Bible? To so the book of 1 Timothy 3 verse 16. First Timothy three verse sixteen. And without controversy, grace is the mystery of godliness. God manifested in the flesh. You get that? That's the number one thing. God manifested where? In the flesh. In the person of who? Jesus. So, Jesus. Jesus was God on earth. Was God in the flesh. Are you hearing me now? Aha. Uh-huh. So, it says, justified in the spirit. So, it was justified. Because he came as a man. It was justified in the spirit. He became just. Then, number three. He says, seen by angels. The angels saw God. The angels saw God. The day I read it in Ephesians, that, that that was about the peculiarity. And the grace that you carry as human, that as we are seated now teaching the gospel, the angels also gather to learn of the Father from us, to learn, in a to learn of God from us, because they do not know as much as as we know about God. You are blessed. I say you are blessed. They don't even they as much as we know about God. So anytime we are talking about God, the angels gather and say, hmm, hmm, that's true, that's true. They confirm and witness to what we are saying about God. So we are just went on a side journey. What I'm proven to us is that God is fully represented. In the person of Christ, and we are looking at Peter. If God is represented in Christ did, Christ, did Christ seek on earth? Is there any place in the Bible, and it says, "And the Bible says that oh Jesus had malaria, and the disciples prayed for him." Huh? And Jesus had malaria, and he prayed for himself. Have we across this matter? Oh, Jesus never sick, and the way Jesus lived is the way God created us in the first in the first place. He wanted us to live without sickness, without disease. He wanted us to live a wholesome life, a life that is filled of beauty and glory. Because the remember that man was first created in. In, in the in the realm of the spirit. And that realm is the realm of glory. Praise God, church. We are moving to random. Now, I want to use some just more to prove this to us. Let us look at the book of John chapter 14 and verse, 15, verse 5 to 10. John chapter 14, verse 5 to 10. I, I want to rush now because our time is fast. 10. So please pay attention to, to the reading. He says, Thomas so said to him. We do not know where you are going. And how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you have known me, you will have known the Father also. Uh-uh. What is he talking about? If you have known me, then you will have known the Father. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Ah. Philip was angry. Philip said, "Oh, oh, Because this man, remember, when we say Philip, when we say Peter, when we say Thomas, when we say we, we, we look at these people as as holy Spirit. These people were the people that followed the law of Moses. <laughs> these, these, are, these are kindergartens, are at at this time they were kindergarten students who. Jesus was still trying to give them milk. He was not even giving them the raw milk. He was just trying to, you know, give them parables, A, B, C, 1, 2, 3, you know, oh yeah, say, say, A hey for Habu, B for ball. You know, that was what Jesus, I was just teaching them. You know, Jesus couldn't go to the point of, you know, having letters together. Or alphabet together to make sentence. No, he didn't do that throughout his day. Because he knew they people not able to comprehend it. They needed Holy Spirit. Because Jesus was functioning under the, under the influence of the Holy Ghost to know all of those things. Without the Holy Spirit in them, they wouldn't have known anything. And these people were not filled with the Holy Spirit for that time. Because nobody was filled with the Holy Ghost until the death of Jesus. It was the, the very first time that were that only Holy Ghost came to sit in the, in, the, in the inside of man. Was the day of the Pentecost at the Solomon's porch. Somebody follow what I'm teaching you. Glory to God. So Philip was angry, and Philip said to him, "Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. You know, we'll be fine. Just show us God." That is all we care about. Don't come and tell us the way you are just putting things in parable and then, um, you know, uh, and then twisting things for us. We are confused. <laughs> it's good to be in the spirit. It's good to be in the spirit. Oh, Bakalabashi and that is why you must continue to fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost is your companion. It's your, it's your, it's your comforter. It's your teacher. It's your everything. Must keep on fellowship with him. It's the revealer of the Father. What was missing in this name or the fact that they lack the reverse. That was what was missing. And simple arithmetic look like Admas. <laughs> look at like Admas. And look at what, what Jesus told him. Jesus in verse 9 Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long? And yet you have not known me, Philip. Huh? Look at the question that Jesus asked. Believe. Philip. Philip. You are asking me to present Father to you. And you have been with me for this long, and you don't know the Father. Oh God, oh God, I know Jesus Christ expressed that point. But in the real sense, it wasn't attended. Because he knew something was lacking. And that was why he told them, say, target in Jerusalem. So that I can fix what is lacking in you. If I by the time I fix that thing, you will see that all these things, all these problems will be solved. And glory really be to God that it was fixed. And that is the reason why somebody like me, an ordinary man, at <laughs> ordinary things." To do extraordinary work, I can explain to you God, about God. I can tell you about Jesus. I can tell you about the Holy Spirit. Verse says, "Do you not believe that I am? I am in the Father, and the Father in me." That was the time Jesus prayed to Philip and the disciples about the, about the divine union? It says. See, there is divine union. Me and the Father, we are one. When you see me, eh, there is no more of the Father that you have not seen. The propality of God is the one that you see that is talking to you. Praise God. Praise God. And if you look at Colossians 1, verse 15 and 17. 1-17, the Bible says that he is the express image. Somebody say express image. Say express image of the invisible God. So, He's saying that the God that you cannot see, Jesus, is the direct image of that God. The firstborn over all the creation. For by him all things were created. And that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible, invisible, whether thrones or dominions or power, all things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. So, what it means is that Jesus was that person who created in the book of Genesis. Huh? In the beginning, the Bible says that in the beginning, you know, God created everyone there. So you can also put that in the beginning, Jesus created and there because they are one. You can't separate the personality of God from the personality of Jesus. You cannot separate. I'm teaching you, I'm teaching you, called doctrine. Are you hearing me? That is the doctrine of deity. You can't separate. I told him that we are going to do teaching. Yes. And I'm going to quote the last verse. The last picture, then so we'll round up. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. Bible says that, "Who is the brightness of his glory. Somebody say, "Is the brightness of the glory of the Father. And the express image of his person, and upon the in all things by the word of his power. What is the spiritual thing there? I want to conclude. All of those that have made, first Peter: 3.16, John 15, 5 to 5 to 10, 1st, chapter 1, verse 15 to 17. Hebrew one, Hebrew 1 3. I have made all of those people references to establish to you that the one you resemble and from after his simile never seek Because Jesus did not seek in all his say on earth, it means that God doesn't seek. So, what it means is in, incredible is that in creation, in the beginning, sickness wasn't part of your formation. So if therefore man was originally created, after the sin of God, it will mean sickness was not in any way part of formation. We are crafted in Christ for good work. We are crafted in Christ, if God wired you for good work, will he now say, Let me put sickness here? See, as he's going, going through the good work, cancer, cancer, I'll be teaching him lesson. Ah. In fact, if he doesn't shock you, shock me. <laughs> because it's part of the belief of some people, they will tell you. That, that God is using that sickness to teach me some lessons To to solve. We will enter into a fight. Two of us will enter a fight. That God is using sickness to teach you lessons. Eh? Somebody say error. Don't look up. Come, on, come, on, come. On. This is my person Anything she has done that hurt me. if I yesterday I was still very curious with him. Because he was sharing my computer with me. And, you know, he just never everything that I have. You know, me, I don't know much about this thing. So, I would not need. I just put it there. It yes. is copy and paste. You no, know, my own is copy and paste. <laughs> but, for their own brain, they want to, they want to toy with everything that's not. So I was very curious with you. I said, This thing is copy and paste. Let me just be doing my copy and paste. I was very furious. So that yesterday. Because I was furious. And I said, Give me your hand. Give me your hand. Give me your hand. Give me your hand. Boom. I caught it. I said, Don't touch don't that last thing. Is it possible? How can God be using sickness? You no, know, we have. Supported so this with scriptures. you remember? We have done so deep teaching there. We are supported with scriptures and I don't want to digress. Are you what I'm saying? How can God be punishing you and be teaching you lessons with sickness and business? How can God be teaching you than with answer? Ah! Error of the IF Sickness is not with God. Next week, I will show you. What brings sickness to the world? And I will show you why man falls sick today, including Christians. I'll show you the reason. But today, I have been able to prove to you, scripturally, that you are wonderfully created. Sickness wasn't part of your formation. In the beginning, it wasn't so. Rise on your feet.